and welcome to another episode of Back Books for Beginners. I am your host, John, and this episode we're taking a look at the Shadow of the Bat issues of Batman Aftershock. This runs through issues 75, 76, 77, 78 and 79 of Shadow of the Bat, and it's written by Alan Grant and features art by Ted Buckingham. A bit of a brief backstory if you're only just caught up. Gotham has suffered a huge earthquake, which is told in the storyline Cataclysm, and Aftershock pretty much deals with the after effects of the earthquake and how Gotham's residents are coping, as well as Batman and some of the other superheroes based in the city. As you might be well aware, I've been pretty damning on some of this stuff, especially Cataclysm, which I didn't think was particularly good. But I think it's really picked up with Aftershock, especially in last episode's collection, which was the Detective Comics. So, will this be as good as Detective, or will we be facing another section of Batman comics? Let's find out as we delve into Batman Shadow of the Bat Aftershock. Issue 75 opens with Batman trying to stop a man jumping off the roof. Batman loses patience and wraps him up using a batarang. He swings off and we get shots of people Batman was unable to save. He moves through the city and comes across a man frozen in ice. We then cut to Clayface who appears to have fallen into a chasm. He discovers an opening and climbs out. The issue then moves to Batman again who, through narration captions, explains that Freeze was in transit when the earthquake struck and he was able to break out and has now gone on a crime spree in the town, killing half a dozen people. We then move back to Clayface who emerges from the chasm. He kills some rescuers before they can report him and he goes in search of Batman. We then return to Batman who has discovered where Freeze is. He breaks in and after a short fight, takes Victor down. However, before Batman can bring Freeze in, he is attacked by Clayface. Clayface explains that when Batman got the looker to overload his new powers, he caused Clayface to fall through the centre of the earth, only stopping when he hit a quartz pit. There he absorbed the properties of the quartz into himself. They fight and Clayface gets the better of Batman. However, just as Clayface is about to kill Bruce, Freeze stops him, saying that only he can kill Batman. All three fight, attacking each other. However, Batman eventually drops an advertising board onto Clayface, knocking him out. Whilst during the fight, Victor's suit was ruptured and he asks for diamonds to power it up. However, Batman instead uses his Freeze Ray to stop Freeze from escaping before the police arrive. And the issue ends with the jumper telling Batman he won't jump. 71 was a special issue, so there is in fact actually a backup as well. And that's also by Alan Grant and Norm Brayfogle. This is the story of the man who was going to jump. It opens with his son jumping towards him and he fails to catch his son and the boy is paralysed. He then moves to a shop where he works and he is threatened by two men demanding protection money. He refuses and gets beaten up by them. 
and the woman he works with then comforts him and all of a sudden kisses him as well. He returns home and his wife discovers that he was kissed by the woman because of some lipstick on a tissue. However, their argument is prevented by their daughter coming in, saying that there are some lights like the northern lights outside their house. His son speaks again, saying that it's pretty. This affects the man so much that he recants how miserable he's been and invites his family over to say that he's been changed. They begin a meal, but it's interrupted by the earthquake, which kills his entire family. Issue 76 opens with Batman swinging over a large gap into an upper-class area of Gotham to search for survivors. He moves through the town and stops a robbery of a gun shop. We then cut to a group of people who were celebrating a birthday party when the quake happened and now have become trapped. They decide that to survive they must eat someone. They draw lots and a man loses. He's given some brandy and paper to make a will. However, he smashes the bottle and says that he won't be the one to die. Meanwhile, Batman is attacked by a big cat that has escaped from a private zoo. Whilst this is happening, the man who is meant to die kills another man. However, before they mat, they can eat the man who has just been killed. Batman arrives and rescues them. Batman asks where the man, Ralph, whose party it is, is. And the woman he asks confesses that they ate Ralph on the seventh day. Issue 77 opens with a blindfolded Batman walking out onto a ledge. He is forced to by a man in a green suit who was a former professor. It then cuts back to 15 minutes before the incident where Batman breaks up a looting gang. He chases one of them into a university where he breaks into a class being held by the professor. However, the entire class was killed in the earthquake and the professor has gone mad with grief. He forces Batman to do a number of activities blindfolded to prove that life is dictated simply by chance and not by evolution or God. However, whilst the professor is distracted, the looter attacks him and knocks the professor into a crevice. Batman saves the professor, but the looter is also knocked into the pit and is crushed by some falling rubble. And the issue ends with Batman knocking out the professor in anger over what the professor is declaring. Issue 78 begins with something that sees in heat vision stalking a man. He grabs him and reaches into his mind, seeming to wipe him. We then move to Batman in the Batcave, talking to Alfred about the rising crime problem. However, Alfred reminds him that he can't do anything about it now, as he has a meeting with Lucius Fox. The comic cuts to a man sat on a bed, saying that he wants his job and self-esteem back. His family force him to get up, and it actually benefits him, as he is picked by Bruce Wayne to work for him. The man called James is taken to a meeting where the agenda is the abandonment of Gotham by corporations. We then cut to the Mad Hatter, who has returned to Gotham in search of his technology. Meanwhile, in the meeting, evidence is presented by Bruce Wayne's seismologist that shows that the earthquake that hit Gotham was a once-in-a-lifetime event and that businesses are not pulling out of other earthquake-prone cities, but they are of Gotham. However, despite this, they still make no progress until James stands up. He says that they all need each other. They work for the companies who pay them wages, and they then buy their goods, and by the companies leaving Gotham, they will ruin everything.
However, this still has little effect. So Bruce also speaks of how this is his city and he doesn't want to abandon it. Yet even this fails to sway the other owners and they stand by their decision to leave. We then cut back to the Mad Hatter who has found his hat. However, is he interrupted by a masked man who quickly knocks them all out. The masked man then searches the Mad Hatter's thug's minds, but finding nothing but evil, wipes them so that they will experience nothing but bliss. The villain tells Jervis that his plan is to bring joy to all the people of Gotham. Issue 79 concludes the story from issue 78. We pick up with a villain known as Narcosis and Jervis Tech talking about hats. The Hatter says that he wants Narcosis's hat. He agrees and him and the Hatter leave Tech's hideout. We then cut to Batman searching Gotham's mental hospital ruins for Nar- Narcosis's body. He doesn't find it, confirming that the villain is loose and is preparing to poison Gotham. Meanwhile, James is talking to the people at a local shelter, telling them that Wayne Corporation is willing to fund startup businesses, which a number of people take him up on. And then moves back to Narcosis and Hatter, who have found a large collection of oxygen and butane, which Narcosis needs to create his gas cloud to bring bliss to Gotham. We then cut back to Batman, who, through Oracle, finds that Narcosis is at AZ Chemical Works. He heads over, but arrives slightly too late, as Narcosis has already started producing the cloud. Batman destroys the chimney and the source of the gas cloud, but there is still a sizable amount of it heading towards Gotham. However, whilst Batman has been hunting them, it turns out that the Hatter has knocked out Narcosis and taken his hat. But on the arrival of Batman, Jervis awakens Narcosis and gets him to distract Batman whilst he slips a control hat onto him. However, it has no effect, and in desperation, Hatter shoots at Batman. He misses and hits a butane barrel instead, which obviously explodes, and Batman uses this to take down the Mad Hatter, whilst a helicopter disperses the gas cloud. So that is Batman Aftershocks, the Shadow of the Bat issues. There are actually a lot of pros. This is pretty much what I hoped the other series would have been. This is Batman dealing with big villains in a ruined Gotham. And that was something that I've wanted really from the start. It was exciting and interesting, and I enjoyed both storylines dealing with Freeze, Clayface, and the Mad Hatter. I actually would have preferred these to have been a little bit longer in both cases, and we could have had some more character development, and it wouldn't have felt as short as it did. But at the same time, we also had two issues that were about people dealing with life in Gotham. And this was also interweaved into the bigger story arcs. And I think ultimately it strikes a better balance than the other two series that we have looked at so far. Alan Grant, I think, is a great writer and he gets a good balance between Bruce and Batman. His characterisation for all the characters was really good. I actually feel that it's a shame that we don't find out more about James and the result of Bruce's supporting people setting up a small business. I was actually quite interested in that storyline and I thought it was a nice touch as a way of solving the problem of getting Gotham back on its feet. However, I wouldn't say that it's a crucial storyline 
So I think something that other people would probably say is pretty superfluous if you're looking for simply action-packed Batman adventures. I enjoyed the artwork as well. Gotham looked like the art in Detective, looking like a beaten, damaged and wrecked city, which I thought was really, really nice. However, I would have liked more of Batman being unsure and his footings like we saw in Detective. I think that was a really, really nice touch in that artwork, and it would have been nice to have seen it carry over onto this series, and in fact also onto Batman and Batman Chronicles and Robin, which is the two issues we'll be looking at next week. I think the only real issue that I have with it is with people's faces. Everyone seemed to have very long, narrow faces, no matter what their body type was. And at times it does look really, really odd and quite strange. Not everybody has the same face. Now, I appreciate not everybody can draw or has the time to draw multiple different faces, but it would have nice been nice to have some variety in there. But really, that's the only major gripe that I have with this issue. And for me, it's actually slightly better than the detective run. So I'm going to give this four and a half out of five Batarangs. I do recommend that you pick this up. And I'd probably recommend you pick up Detective as well if you're going to do that at the same time. Though, stand by my statement, that I wouldn't really bother with Batman. So that's Batman Aftershock Shadow of the Bat issues. So that was Batman Aftershock Shadow of the Bat. Now, just before I go, I have a very brief announcement. We're going to be uh, changing some things on this podcast. So if you're listening to this in the comic cast, this is what you'll be getting. You're going to still get the recap of the comics and you're also going to get my review of the comic as well. But that will be all you're going to get. And instead, what we're going to do is in the separate feed for this podcast, Bad Books for Beginners, if you're not subscribing it on to it on iTunes I highly recommend that you go do it now because that's where we're going to be featuring listener feedback and mail so if you have something that you want to say do you disagree with my review do you agree with my review do you want me to review something or do you just want to share an opinion about the comic then do feel free to leave a message and that message will then be included in the in the podcast over on the Bat Books for Beginners separate feed. So we have had some listener feedback on from the last episode. And Kevin says, after this is No Man's Land, right? I would love to hear John's take on it, seeing how he's notorious for not liking popular storylines. In answer to your question, yes, No Man's Land is coming up. We have three more episodes to go. The first two are covering The Road to No Man's Land, and the other one covers a Catwoman storyline. And then we delve straight into No Man's Land, which covers about four years of comics. So it's going to be broken down quite a bit. But I will try and keep on top of it for you and ensure that you're kept up to speed with everything that's going on. I don't dislike overarching storylines at all. I don't have a problem with that. I think a lot of them are very, very good. I'm a big fan of Death of the Family also Black Mirror, and most recently the one that we did was Contagion. 
The problem I had with Cataclysm wasn't that it was overarching and big, was that it didn't really seem to go anywhere. They threw the villain Quakemaster into it just because, frankly, it just read like they needed a villain to fill in that slot and they hadn't actually thought about it when they started planning. If a crossover event is well thought out and well planned, then I will thoroughly enjoy it and I will review it on its merits. And if it's a good one, I will say so. And if it's a bad one, again, I will say so. And I think Cataclysm is definitely in the bad category. As for No Man's Land and what I think of it, well, you've got more episodes to go and then you can find out what I think of No Man's Land. But feel free to leave your opinions on the feed for the Bat Books for Beginners on the website and I will read your mail out, answer any questions. And like I said, if you want to give me your review of the comic books that we've reviewed, then do feel free to. So thanks very much for listening and subscribing, and I will see you next episode.